0: of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, May 1st edition, and wow, we are already in the month of May, one month of MLB baseball in the books flew by, and talking about flying by, what a weekend of dongs, home runs for days, more home runs in the month of April in the history of baseball, it was just craziness, just insane, capped off by 23 runs by the Nationals, Three home runs, six for six for Rendon, 10 RBIs, 71 DraftKings points. Just craziness, pure craziness. I hope everybody had a good weekend, and we are ready to attack another week of MLB DFS. We have a really nice 11-game slate for a Monday. Uh, usually our Mondays are you know nine or less. Nice 11 games little bit of rain chances but not too bad I'd imagine we get it through but keep an eye on it Toronto New York around 40 percent chances Baltimore Boston it comes in a little later in the evening Philadelphia Chicago around 25 percent chances and um, that's about it you got some wind some wind blowing out and you know Great America small park which if that ballpark didn't need any more help. But all around, very interesting stuff to take a look at. And uh, let's kick it off with our pitchers. And there's we, we've been talking don't pay for pitching, and it paid off again yesterday. Um, center guard got shellacked. Uh, Archer, he pitched well, but he did not get you the points he needed. So it's really tough. Uh, good pitchers are good, and they're going to they're gonna get you your points every once in a while. But in the long run, it's so far at least. And I remember from last year as well. It just doesn't seem to you know pay off as often as it does, especially in GPPs and tournaments. In cash games, sure, go for a little more stability. Cash games, you need that big boomer bus, and you need to spend some more money on some bats. So saving where you can is great. And tonight we have a, a good chunk of guys in that eight thousand range that I am in love with. But um, I will mention Clayton Kershaw. I won't deep dive into this. He's thirteen thousand nine hundred. He's at home against the Giants. Giants horrific against left handed pitching, like the worst. Updated my spreadsheet yesterday, and um, Giants are striking out almost 21 percent of the time against lefties. They have a WOBA of 2.69 and a team batting average of 2.17. They're just bad against left-handed pitching. They hit him a little bit last time out, but they only got one run off of him. He went seven strong, but he only got to like 24, 25 DraftKings points, um, which is not what you want from someone that's priced that high. Now, yeah, he can go for those big nights, but it's up to you. I won't have a lot of exposure to Kershaw. I'll need to spend my money elsewhere, and uh, but he's the best in baseball. So cash games, yes. GPPs, is probably not. Uh, I'll be skipping Johnny Cueto. Dodgers were one of the best teams in baseball in the last two years uh, against right-handed pitching. They're continuing to do it this year at a clip of uh, a woba of three thirty-eight, one of the tops in baseball, and a two sixty-one team average. I'll save my 11500 on that. And Lance McCullers, ten seven. I do like him a lot um, if you're spending up. Out of the three pitchers in the five-digit range, he's the one I spend on. Uh, I love McCullers. We've been big on him. Big strikeout stuff. Uh, it's funny if you look at him. He's had four starts this year. He's gone home away, home away. His home starts, he's been lights out. He's got 25 or more DraftKings points against Kansas City. Seven innings. The three earned. Against the Angels, six and two-thirds, no earned, 7Ks and 10Ks in both. The other two, he got blown up. He gave up five runs in each game at Oakland and at Cleveland. Well, he's back at home against the Texas Rangers. Yeah, the Texas Rangers, they have an average offense. I'll give you that much. A very average offense. They're nothing great, but nothing bad. They strike out 20.4% of the time against right-handed pitching. A Woba of 318, which is average. And a team batting average of two thirty one against right handed pitching, so you know they're not world beaters, but they're not horrible. Lance McCullers, when he's locked in, is ferocious. So at ten seven, if you're paying up, that's where you're paying up. But I don't think you need to tonight. There's some really good options, and we're gonna take it down to Julio Teheran of the new or of the Atlanta Braves at eighty five hundred dollars facing those New York Mets, and uh, he'll be at home. And the Mets are just beat up. I mentioned it the last couple pods. They're only scoring right now because of the long ball. I'm sure the ball flies out of the new Atlanta ballpark, uh, SunTrust Park. But Tehran, uh, in his career, and he's faced the Braves quite a few times, has a sub-2-7 ERA against the Braves. He loves facing the Braves. The Braves strike out uh, 20.4% of the time against right-handed pitching. They... Uh, have a average Woba of 322 and a team batting average of 265. So they had a really good week last week. They're one of the big risers in overall team uh, statistics when it comes to hitting. They are playing very well. You know, Freddie Freeman is a great play. All right, now I'm talking Mets. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Mets striking almost 21% of the time he's right in pitching. This is why I liked him. One of the worst team Wobas in baseball. is right in pitching at 285 and a team average of 213. That's more what I was looking for. Sorry, everybody. Drinking my first cup of coffee right now. I had all this stuff written down last night for you. Um, yes, Tehran at eight thousand five hundred bucks in a great spot against a team that just got shellacked by the Nats. Their bullpen is worked over. They're going to need a miracle from Gesellman. I love Tehran at home at eight thousand five hundred bucks. Good GPP upside there. Another GPP play. Very, very risky. Very risky. I am going to preface that many times. Very, very risky. Marco Estrada. 8300 bucks. He's a fly ball pitcher going to the Yankee Stadium. But he gives up some of the softest contact to hitters in baseball. He gives up harder contact to righties than lefties, which bodes well because the in Yankee Stadium is the short porch and left. So that takes out the the scarier part of the park. Still, he's got judge to face and, you know, holiday and company. But um, massive, massive upside. He's He's been really, really good this year after a, a rough first start of the season. He's been lights out going up against a Yankees team that even Wade Miley had some fun with yesterday. Um, Everybody's going to be on the Yanks. No one's going to be on a strata. That's why he's a GPP play and GPP only. It's definitely a risk, but the ownership level will be extremely low when they Bob you weave. This is it right here. If you want to try to be that crazy off the wall person, this is the play because he's got so much upside, but you look at the Yankees team numbers, it's Mm -hmm. extremely scary. And, um, I won't blame you if you don't want to do it. I won't blame you a second. But uh, Estrada at $8,300. Definitely, definitely worth a look. Like I said, he's even striking out 23.4% of batters he faces this year, which is really, really good for him. Really, really good. So uh, keep an eye on Estrada. Sneaky, sneaky GPP play. Moving on to Garrett Cole, $8,100. Absolutely love Cole tonight. The only thing I don't love about Cole is he's in Great America Small Park and the wind's blowing out at 18 miles an hour. Now that forecast is subject to change, which is always good. But um, right now he's going up. Uh, he, or he's just been lights out. He's. I've never been a Cole fan. I've preached it on this show, but right now. He's going up at seven innings pitch, two hits, no earned, eight Ks his last time against the Cubs. Prior to that, six innings, two earned, eight Ks in St. Louis. He hasn't given up more than three earned uh, this season. He hasn't given up more than two earned in his last three starts. He's gone at least six innings in every start. He's been as consistently good as it comes right now. I've been thoroughly impressed with Mr. Garrett Cole right now. He's looked very, very, very good, and he's got a good. And he's, Getting a lot of ground balls to fly balls, which we'll need in Great America Small Park. Um, the Reds are, you know, a good good ball club. Striking out about 20% of the time against righties. Uh, an average team Woba and a team back average of 249. So they're an average offense going up against Garrett Cole. The small bar ballpark is scary. There's no doubt about that. It could get ugly in a hurry. You have um, that wind blowing out. But uh, Garrett Cole, I think, is in line for a sneaky, sneaky good start tonight. Uh, against Cincinnati in Great America, small part. Moving on to my probably favorite pitcher of the night, and I'm hoping he's not chalky, but something just screams chalk coming out of this. Luis Severino of the New York Yankees going up against the Toronto Blue Jays. Severino has been a beast. Loving me some Seve. Coming off an outstanding start his last time out where he went. Seven innings, three hits, nowhere and six Ks in Boston. Not bad for a youngster, huh? Prior to that, eight innings, three earned 10Ks against Chicago. And he had 11Ks against Tampa. Boys has been beasting out 28 or more DraftKings points in three straight starts. He has an ERA of three. He has looked the part for the Yanks. Damn good stuff from him. Going up against a Blue Jays ball club that just, yeah, not too much to throw a stick at. They're striking out 23% of the time against righties. One of the worst woes in baseball against righties is 279 and a team batting average of 222. They're about as bad as the Mets. This is why Tejeron's in play. This is why Severino's in play. I love Luis Severino. He um, he gives up soft contacts to lefties. He's he's just been doing everything right. There's not a lot to worry about in that Jay's lineup, to be truthful. Right now, there's nothing doing it. If they go off tonight, it'll be like the first time they've gone off all season, basically. It's just one of those, you, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You keep throwing at it and throwing at it and throwing at it until it breaks. And you actually have a good pitcher to throw at it, which makes it even better. Severino, all the stars have aligned tonight. I'm hoping he just does his part and gives us a gem. Because 8K, to me, for what I think he can produce, feels like stealing. And on a night like tonight, if he can give us that 25-plus Point upside is huge. He's a minus 170 favorite, which even bodes even better, which gives us even more to love. I love Severino tied at $8,000. Next up, Michael Wacca, $7,200 going up at home against the Milwaukee Brewers. Yes, everybody panicked, the Milwaukee Brewers. I'm hoping everybody does panic. People forget the Brewers, their offense was outstanding when they played the Reds. They played them in Cincinnati, and they played them in Milwaukee. When they didn't play the Reds, they really haven't done much. Did anybody see that weekend series against the Braves? They had great matchups, great pitchers to target, and they didn't do anything. So, I don't see what the big talk's about. We're talking Michael Walker, who has been dealing, dealing to start the season. Looking a bit like the Walker of old, some would say. And i uh, very intrigued by this. We used him as last start out. He did very well for us. If it wasn't for one bad inning rate he threw to throw like 40 pitches because of an error and something else, he would have probably gone seven or eight. He went six, five hits, two earn, one walk, six Ks, eight to three, ground ball to fly ball. Absolutely loved his start. He's gotten 17 or more points in every start this year. He's 7200 bucks. That's pretty solid. If you're getting me 17 plus, almost 20 points a start at $7,200. I will take that in a heartbeat. Sure, he's facing Milwaukee. They do have thumpers. I'm not saying they don't, but Braun's banged up. He might still be out. He left with a trapeze injury on in Sunday's game, so he probably won't even be playing. He's going for an MRI on that. Travis Shaw did not play on Sunday because on Saturday he got hit in the hand, so he was day-to-day. We'll see if he's in the lineup. Um, it'll be very, very interesting to see what takes place here. Milwaukee strikes out almost 26% of the time against Ryan and pitching. Now, sure, they have one of the best Wobas in baseball, because I ended pitching, but they have below the lower league average batting average. So it's, in, it's outhouse or in-house. It's like it's either going out or they're probably striking out. And with Waka, I'm going to take my chances here at 7200 bucks. The last arm I'm, ta- I'm targeting, and it's a massive, massive close your eyes and pray for a rebound. And I have a feeling no one's going to own him. It's either no one's going to own him or everyone's going to own him because they want to match him up with Kershaw and still get bats. That's the two scenarios here. Um, and I'm talking Amir Garrett, 5500 bucks versus the Pirates. His stuff was great his first few starts. He got blown up his last start against Milwaukee, like minus 15 DraftKings points. Um, he's going up against Pittsburgh. Who, this is why I want to preface, I like a Pittsburgh stack today, but I'm just saying if you want salary relief or you want to go off the wall, here's one of them. Pittsburgh is striking out 21% of the time against lefties. They have an average WOBA of 324 and a team average of 238. But that's gone up. They were hitting in the ones. They were one of the worst teams in all of baseball the first couple weeks. They had a big last week, week and a half. So they're starting to hit the baseball. Um, I like Pittsburgh tonight. I truly do. I like Garrett Cole. But Garrett could be in for a rebound. We know the stuff's good. It's small sample size, and I want to see if the kid can rebound. Uh, a rookie like that, you want to see how his head is after a start like that. He's had a lot of time off, it feels like. He pitched almost left felt like last Monday or Tuesday, but uh, I guess off days or whatever. But um, if you want a total punt, GPP, no one's going to own him play. Amir Garrett is your man. So there's your pitchers. Kershaw, McCullers, Teheran, Estrada, Cole, Severino, Waka, and Garrett. Let's head to the bats. We'll kick off the catcher's position. Uh, Trashner is pitching for Texas. Look at Evan Gaddis at $3,900. You got, um, you got uh, Wellington Castillo versus Rick Porcello. Uh, Baltimore, a lot of good history against Ricky Porcello. Uh, love Salvador Perez, 3400 against Darren Covey. I have not gotten to the point to stack Kansas City yet because they're still just not that good as a team. But Salvador Perez is one of the regulars I do look at for one-offs. Him and Moustakas. Salve had another three-hit game on Sunday, a couple doubles, very productive, going up against Covey at 3,400. The Royals have one of the highest implied team totals on the board tonight, so if you believe in that kind of thing, they're supposed to score runs. They're going to break out Sunday, you'd think, because Hosmer can't be that cold. Kane went yard on Sunday. So If you want to be sneaky, there's your stack, but I just still can't do it yet. Yadi Molina, 3,400 against Zach Davies is a nice look there as well. Brian McCann, 34 against Trashner. Like that quite a bit. JT Muto 34 against Odorizzi in play. Um, you got Sandy Leone at 2,900. Alex Avila, first base catcher, eligible at 2,800 against Trevor Bowers, a nice cheap power option at catcher. Like him quite a bit. You got the. Uh, the Pina-Bandy combo for the uh, Brewer to 27 or 2600 give or take. I love that as DK, what their narrative is there. They have Pina always 100 bucks more than Bandy every day. I just love to, love to know the thought process on why they go about doing that. But there's your catchers on the day. There's actually some decent ones to pay up in the low threes for. For once, usually we just punt every day. If you're going to punt, Avila's in a great spot. The, the Brewer's combo, if you're not playing Waka, there's some other good ones there. Going on to first base, Anthony Rizzo, 5,200 against Vince Velasquez. Um, good spot here. Vinny Velasquez, really good pitcher, really good stuff. I like him a lot. Strikeouts are down a ton this year. He seems to be pitching a lot more to contact. So if he's still throwing that hard and he's pitching to contact, that ball's going to go a long ways. Check for the wind. I haven't seen a weather report yet. It usually comes out later in the day. That's why there's no total on that game yet. But uh, keep an eye on that one. Joey Votto, 4,900 against Garrett Cole. If you're going to fade Cole or – you have different lineups. That wind blowing out in Cincinnati, Votto was a very nice play there. Eric Thames at 47 against Waka. Hanley Ramirez at 4,600 against Dylan Bundy. Uh, not a bad play at all. He had a big weekend. Hopefully Hanley is heating up. Uh, if you're going to pay it, you're, for first baseman, Freddie Freeman, $4,600 is oh, automatic. What a great play. What a cheap price. The guy has just been outstanding this year. Going up against Robert Gaselman, who I like Gaselman a lot as an overall pitcher. And I think he has a good future. But right now, he's just struggling to find it. And more importantly, he doesn't work that deep into games. And you're going to get an overworked overworked Mets bullpen. So uh, Freddie Freeman at 4,600 is definitely a good look there. Moving on to uh, our man... Our White Sox are facing a lefty. I know it's Jason Vargas who everybody loves, but never they really beat Vargas up last week. I think they can do it again. Jose Abreu, $4,300. He double-donged over the weekend, at a triple. He's hitting it well. Matt Carpenter at a very nice 4200 against Zach Davies. He's starting to heat up, had a nice game on Sunday. $4,200 is a nice price tag there. So There's some good, good lower price first baseman here. Uh, yeah, Edwin Encarnacion, 4,100 versus the uh, lefty Norse. Carlos Santana at 4K against the lefty Norse. There's Hosmer at 4,000. Just not producing enough for me just yet. Mitchie bags. Mitchie Moreland, 3,900. Is very much in play. Kendris Morales as a one-off for Toronto against Severino at 38. Matt Holiday first base outfield eligible. Righties hit Estrada uh, better than lefties. He's 3,800. You've got uh, the party at Napoli's. If you're fading, McCullers is thirty six. Josh Bell of the Pittsburgh Pirates, absolutely, absolutely love him. He's a switch hitter, first baseman. He's heating up. I've been saying it, and he keeps raking, folks. $3,400. His price tag has gone up to $3,400. Uli Gurriel keeps hitting as well for Houston. He's only $3,300, so there's two nice, cheaper first base options. Another good first base option is uh, Jay Bruce at $3,300 against Tehran. Uh Definitely get a look at Bruce. Bruce is hitting the ball really well, so if you're going to fade Taher on, Bruce is definitely in that fade mode. It's pretty much like Bruce and Conforto. That's about where you're going with that one. Um, not much else to like there. Justin Bohr had a big, big Sunday. He's 3,100 against Odorizzi. And that will about – do. oh, yeah, Ricky Weeks facing the uh, the lefty and chin. Weeks is always involved in lefties. $2,600 usually hitting like cleanup for the raise in that matchup, so not a bad look there. Moving on to second base, you got Jose Altuve at 4,900. Uh, Jose Ramirez against the lefty Norris at 4,300. Ian Kinsler, 42. I like him a lot against Bauer. Johnny VR against Walker, 42. Dustin Pedroia, 4,100. Zobras, 4K. Gordon, 4K. Both nice looks. One I really like, he's 3,900. Bucks. Josh Harrison. Second base, third base eligible for Pittsburgh. Um, Josh Harrison hits lefties extremely well. Extremely, extremely well. $3,900. Really nice play. Even if it's just a one-off at second base or whatever, or definitely a part of the stack. Uh, Pittsburgh's cheap. The only expensive one is uh, McCutcheon tonight. Jed Jericho at $3,800 against the righty Davis. We keep saying that Jericho loves hitting righties. Second base, third base eligible at $3,800 is a great price tag. Scopes 3700 for Baltimore, so some higher price second baseman on the slate tonight. Tyler Saladino leading off for the White Sox against Vargas 3400, definitely a look there. Love Starling Castro at 3400 batting cleanup for the Yanks. See if Brandon Phillips is playing. Um, there's better second basemen overall on the slate, but if you're stacking or you just want to be contrarian, he was ha- he was hitting really really well. He got hurt. He was day to day. He pinch hit on Sunday. He's in the lineup. He's been hitting like second, which gets him right in front of the boppers Freeman and Kemp. That's why I like him as well. He gets on and scores. He's thirty four hundred bucks. So keep an eye on that one. Uh, You go, Colton Wong is three K. He's hitting pretty well, but he's hitting at the bottom of the order, which is not ideal for your stacks. If you're not stacking St. Louis, you just want a cheap second baseman, a one off. I can see using Wong for three K. It still sucks, like I say, he's batting so far down in the order. But uh, he's hitting the ball. He's getting like dou- a lot of doubles and stuff. So he's been when he's hitting, he's been productive. So three K is a decent uh, value play if you're looking that direction. Moving over to third base, you got Chris Bryant at five K, Manny Machado at forty eight hundred. Your usual suspects, the Todd Father forty four hundred bucks. He is on fire, folks. The pride of Tom Rivers, New Jersey. Todd Frazier is on fire. This keeps mashing. Love him tonight. Love him. Evan Longoria against the lefty is outstanding as well at 4,100. He rakes lefties. He's got a decent little history against Chin. Um, They've seen each other a lot when Chen was with the Orioles. 11 for 40, four doubles and two home runs. I remember Josh Harrison's there. Justin Turner, 3,900 versus righty. I know it's Cueto, but Turner, he's hitting really, really well. Mikel Franco of the Philadelphia Phillies against the lefty Anderson, 3,800. Philly could be a sneaky stack. Anderson's a good pitcher, but he's not a strikeout pitcher. There's gonna be a lot of contact if that wind's blowing out. Sneaky, sneaky stack, Philadelphia, because even the best pitchers are getting abused in Chicago when the wind's blowing out. So keep that one in mind. I already mentioned Jericho. You got Nick Castellanos at 3600 against Bauer. Um, he's yeah, he's he's gone deep off of Bauer. I had that written down. Uh, Chase Headley 36 against Estrada. Uh, you got if you're not gonna pay up for Frazier, you got and you still want the White Sox. You got Matt Davidson against the lefty at is always in play. But tonight I'd pay for Frazier the way he his bat is hot. I'd pay for him. I still love Davidson. He's very very good against the lefty. It's just if you got to pick the two. Frazier's hitting right now, and you got to take advantage of that in the middle of the order. Mustakas 3400 against Covey is a very nice play. Very very nice play. Joey Gallo at 33 against McCullers is a GPP one-off. Adonis Garcia uh, 3300 for the Braves. He's been back in second when Phillips is out, so if he's still back in second, he's worth a decent look and a stack piece. But that's about it. No one-off, just stacks only with Garcia because he has been getting on uh, in between Enciarte and Freeman. But like I said, sometimes I just ignore him. I'll just go Enciarte, Freeman, Kemp. When Phillips gets back, I'll insert Phillips there for sure. He's more consistent. Than Garcia. Garcia, it's like boomer bust. He's got a little more power. He's not as much of an on base threat. Moving over to shortstop, you got Carlos Correa at $4,800. Xander Bogarts at $4,400. He's just not producing for that price tag quite yet. Neither is Correa, to be honest. But this guy is Francisco Lindor, $4,300, when yard again on Sunday, seventh home run of the year. Francisco Lindor had seven home runs in April. Let that sink in. I know it's like these stupid people with the on pace, on pace. But if you think about it, you play baseball. You got May, June, July, August, September—five more months. He's on pace to hit 42 home runs. Xander Bogarts, that skinny little beanpole, pole, 42 home runs—impressive stuff from that switch hitter. Good thing, maybe might be a good thing he turned that hundred million dollar contract down. Never thought those words would come out of my mouth. Especially if you listen to Around the Bases episode nine, I was very skeptical about turning that deal down. Corey Seager, 4,100 against Cueto. as Diaz, 4K against Davies. Uh, uh, Diaz is always a nice GPP play. Definitely part of the St. Louis stack. You got um, Addison Russell at 37. I like Tim Anderson tonight at 3,600 in that White Sox stack against Vargas. Definitely in play there. Hernan Perez is swinging a hot stick. Outfield shortstop eligible 34. Didi Gregorius is back 3,400. He's been hitting and hitting it well, very well. Going up against Estrada, you got some Orlando Arcia at six at uh, three thousand three hundred. Not a bad look there. Uh, Freddie Galvis of your Philadelphia Phillies. He's a switch hitter batting near the top of the order. There, he is just he's mashing lately, uh, just hitting hitting it good. Over seven fantasy points per game. Going up against the lefty Anderson. Don't forget Freddie Galvis in your Phillies stacks, especially if he's in the top of the order. If they move him down, well, then we got to talk. But uh, if he's batting high like he has been, definitely involved. Uh, Jordy Mercer, if it's just a one-off at shortstop for value or a part of the stack for sure. He's 3,300. He leads off against lefties. He is a solid play at shortstop tonight. He's actually showing some thump this year too. As Dribble Cabrera, 3,300. Dansby Swanson's heating up, but I'd still keep an eye on that and temper my expectations. And then our boy... 2,900 bucks. He's going up his lefty chin tonight. Tim Beckham. Love him. That's our guy. He just keeps hitting. Keeps doing it. And he's still below 3K. So if you, that's our value every day at shortstop so far. And more often than not, every day he's worked out. I'd say at least five out of seven days a week, he's putting us up five to ten points, if not more, every single day for tw- less than three grand. I will take that all day long. Moving on to the outfield. you got Mukus Betts at 5,300 against Bundy. Uh... Like I said, bronze day to day. He's getting an MRI. I'd be surprised if he plays, but you never know. 4,800 because they had to travel and everything. It's going to be real interesting. You got Kutch, 4,700 against Garrett. He's the only high-priced pirate. I mentioned Hanram already. got Gregory Polanco against the left. He's not always ideal. George Springer at 46 against Trashner leading off. That's a sneaky good play. Stanton, 4,500 against Odorizzi. Uh, Schwarber leading off against Velasquez at 4,300. Fowler against Davies at 4,300 could be a nice play. Fowler's still hard to figure out when he's going to do it, but tonight's a good night against Davies to to think about it, especially stacking-wise. The Trumbomb, 4,300 against Porcello. He's off to a rough start to the year, but the the O's like facing Porcello, and Trumbomb is one of them. He's taken them deep three times, eight for 26. Matty Kemp. Mr. Three Dongs on Saturdays, 4,300 against Gaselman. Nice price tag there. Adam Jones, 4,200 against Porcello. He's taken uh, Porcello deep three times. Jackie Bradley Jr., 4,200 against Bundy. He's gone deep on Bundy. I think the the Red Sox might be lower owned than normal just because Bundy's on the mound. So they're they're always an expensive stack. But I think ownership-wise tonight, they might be lower than expected. Yellick is uh 4200 Brantley 4100 Lorenzo Kane, like I said went deep on Sunday interesting look against Kobe at 4100 I keep saying Kansas City I can't bring myself to stack them but they have such a high implied team total we'll get to those in a minute and Kobe's just horrible Adam Duvall 4100 against Cole that wind blowing out if you're not pitching Cole like a, a Vado Duvall just one two punch is not a bad look in Cincinnati I mentioned Carlos Santana. you got Justin Upton, 4K against Bauer. Very nice play there. Um, Steven Piscotti, 4K against Davies. You can go to... Melky Cabrera, 3,900 against Vargas. Very much a play there. Milk, the Melkman, um, 7 for 22 lifetime with a double, triple, and a home run against Jason Vargas. He sees them pretty Decently. Uh, ben Intendi is only thirty nine hundred against Bundy. Very nice price tag, leading off for the Sox. But if you are going to pay thirty nine, why don't you pay thirty eight for Mister Aaron Judge? That's or he's thirty nine as well. Sorry, thirty nine. Thirty nine for Aaron Judge is just asinine. He is. If you are not even stacking the Yankees and you just want one play for the Yankees, Aaron Judge at thirty nine is outstanding. You got Matt Holliday, first base outfield eligible at thirty eight. Carlos Beltran at thirty eight against Kashner. Might be in play, he's just off and on, it's hot and cold, but he's there. Broxton's heating up for Milwaukee, better against the lefty than righty, with 37s. Okay, yeah, Gardner and Ellsbury both 37 for the Yanks. NCR take us because Selman's 37, definitely a part of your stack there. He stole bases like crazy on Sunday. Uh, Scott Shebler. okay, there's your third play in that stack. If you're not playing Cole, you're going Votto. Duval shebler because that wind blowing out in that small ballpark you're playing for dongs. I might have to make that stack actually I'll have a lot of coal exposure but I'm gonna I might make one lineup to hedge coal not being good and do a vado duval shebler stack that has massive dong potential if the reds hit they're a part of it so I like that at 3600 bucks this is why I love doing these pods for you guys. I keep—I I already researched this slate multiple times, and I keep learning as I go through it again with you. Josh Reddick leading off at 3600 bucks against Kashner is very, very solid. Uh, C. Dick, he's hitting the ball everywhere. He moves down in the lineup against lefties. He bats like fifth or sixth. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do, though, because there's no DH in Miami, so he might not even be in the lineup. But uh, he even hit good over the weekend against the lefty. Had a couple base hits. So... I'm not saying don't use him. I probably wouldn't. There's better options on a night like that. He's better at leading off against a righty. But no one's going to own him. So, just something to think about. Seth Smith will be leading off for Baltimore at 3,500. You got uh, Marcelo Zuna at 3,500. Whit Merrifield, second base outfield eligible at 3,400 for Kansas City. He's hitting the ball pretty well. He went yard again on Sunday. Aaron Althair against the lefty Anderson at 3,400 for the Phillies. Definitely in play. Gritchick at 3,400 for the Cardinals. You got uh, you're running out of people here. Kiermaier hits lefty. actually very well. 3,300. So don't sleep on him. You got uh, Delino de Shields Jr. is off to a really good start here of late. He's heating up, leading off for Texas. If you're fading McCullers at all, DeShields at 3,200 is not bad. Michael Conforto at 3,200 bucks is phenomenal. If you're fading Teher on. Like a Conforto Bruce 1 2 is not bad at all. Like that quite a bit. Jose Azuna for Pittsburgh. Uh, The youngster faces lefties and he hits him very well. He's $3,100. Very cheap piece of that action. Don't forget him. Very nice play there. Brandon Geyer, he hits lefties his career pretty well. He's 2,900 against Norris. He's having a horrific start to the season though, so I have not been able to roster him, but Cleveland keeps putting him out there in the the middle of that order against lefties. So it's a great quote unquote spot. He's 2,900 bucks. You're getting a cleanup hitter for less than three K. So I see the appeal. I just haven't been able to pull that trigger. It's very, very difficult. You're probably value play of the night in the outfields. Tyler Collins at 2,600 bucks against Bauer. He has been red hot lately. Batting second setting the table there in Detroit. Detroit had a pretty good offensive week overall. Uh, you know, one for four yesterday, one for four on Friday of the off day, Saturday, three for three on Thursday, hitting them all pretty well of late, getting on base and um, getting driven in quite a bit. So very cheap play at 2,600 to look at there. And that will, oh, um, there's another name for you. Jim Meducci for Detroit. He's been playing quite a bit lately. Uh, He's 2,400, playing a lot lately. He's 2,400 bucks. And he's been hitting it really, really well. A lot of gap power. Um, I really don't even know where the hell this guy came from. But I've been watching his games lately. And he's been very, very productive. So another crazy GPP plunt. Jim Meducci at $2,400. If you want to go really off the wall, ownership will be... Well, tonight might be high because of Kershaw. But usually no one owns him at all. Period. And um, definitely not a bad look there. So, that'll take you through the outfield position. Let's recap real quick. You got Kershaw against the Giants, lowest implied team total on the board at 219. You got McCullers against Texas, Texas 367 is the third lowest on the board. on at 8500 against the Mets, 416 team total. Estrada against the Yankees with a 416 team total. So, even Vegas thinks Estrada we'll is in for at least a decent start. Garrett Cole against Cincinnati with a 3.97 implied team total. Severino against Toronto with a 3.34 implied team total, the second lowest on the night, and he's 8K. I love it. Michael Waka, 7200 against Milwaukee 3.96, and Garrett against Pittsburgh 4.03. So even Vegas doesn't think Garrett's going to get too blown up, but you know Vegas isn't always right. Your high team, your high game totals. Cleveland, Detroit's at nine. We already said we like Detroit's bats against Bauer quite a bit. I wouldn't go all-in on Cleveland. They do not hit lefties very well. It's a good matchup. Don't blame you. If they go off, so be it. But as a team, they have not hit lefties well at all this year. Uh, Tampa Bay, Miami's 8.5. Baltimore, Boston's 8.5. Mets, Braves is 8.5. Rangers, Astros is 8.5. Brewers, Cardinals is 8.5. White Sox, Royals is 8.5. So a lot of numbers on the board with some good totals. Uh, we're still waiting on the Phillies, Cubs, because we've got to see the wind and all that good stuff. Now the points you've all been waiting for. Who are we stacking tonight? Well, I I do like Pittsburgh versus Garrett. They've uh, I hope people are still sleeping on them. The last week or so, their bats have woken up as a team, and especially against left-handed pitching, woken up a lot. Uh, the implied team total of four point oh three is not great, but that wind's blowing out in Cincy. Hopefully, that does not change for if you're stacking Pittsburgh. Um, so that's a sneaky, very affordable stack. Like, you know, McCutcheon, Harrison, definitely. Harrison, even if you're not stacking, I you know, like it a good play. you got Mercer, Cervelli catching, Osuna in the outfield also. Some nice plays there. Houston versus Cashner. Houston's one of the higher team totals on the board at 4.83. point eight has been pitching out of his shoes. Regression is coming in. It's going to be a bitch. Uh, Houston has been phenomenal this year. They... Um, as a team they go they strike out less than 20% of the time versus right-handed pitchers have a 338 Woba, one of the best in baseballs and as a team they have the best batting average in baseball against right-handed pitching at 285 they rake against right-handed pitching Andrew Kashner is in for a long evening now their bats are a little expensive so that's fine you're gonna have to find value elsewhere which is why we're not going to pay up for pitching but Houston rakes right-handed pitching and Kashner is bad I mentioned Kansas City I Something tells me I'll talk myself into it by the end of the night, but they have an implied team, Tolo, 4 6 Everything lines up in their favor. I just have not been able to do it. Um, right-handed bats are crushing Covey. They're hitting over five hundred against Covey. Left-handed bats are hitting three fifty, so they're both just crushing him. But as a team, the the Royals have just not hit the baseball. So everything, this is like the perfect storm. This is the slump buster. They just haven't been able to do it yet. Uh, Philadelphia against Brett Anderson, very intrigued by the right-handed bats there. You know, you got Galvis, um, uh, Althair, Franco. I still like uh, Herrera against them. I don't completely dislike Hernandez, but I'm not a huge fan. Uh, Rupp catching, maybe Joseph at first, but there's some decent looks there. Atlanta versus Gaselman, absolutely love. Uh, Atlanta 4.34 implied team total. Right-handed bats hit Gaselman very, very well to clip a 331 so far. So keep that in mind with like Matt Kemp. That's why Garcia or Phillips, whoever's in second, is not a bad look. I still like him Siarte. Everybody loves Freddie Freeman. You can't go wrong there. But that one through four at the top of that Braves order is very tempting. I like that stack a ton. St. Louis against Zach Davies. St. Louis 4.54 implied team totals. Lefties are crushing Zach Davies. Crushing. So get your carp in the game for sure. And then um, righties are hitting him at 323 also. So don't be afraid of Diaz and Jericho. And but Fowler, like that one through four Fowler, you know, Diaz, Jericho, Carpenter, love it. Love it, love it. But then Biscotti, Gritchik, if you want to go farther down the lineup, not bad either. Um White Sox versus Vargas, big fan of. Vegas is not that 3.84 Playa team tolls fifth lowest on the board. But um I love it. Love it, love it. White Sox are crushing the ball right now and crushing lefties. They beat them up last week. It took some time, took like the second trip through the order. But they're loaded. You got Saladino and Anderson at the top of the order. And then you got the thump of Abreu, or Cabrera, Abreu, and Fraser in the middle with Avisil Garcia. Do not forget Avisil Garcia. Um, even if he's number the three through six, Cabrera, Abreu, Fraser, Garcia. Love it. Um, good stuff right there. Detroit versus Bauer, very much in play. Detroit four three five implied team total. Righties are hitting three twenty against Bauer, better than lefties. Lefties are hitting over three hundred still. But uh, the Tigers hit right-handed pitching extremely well. Team Wobo almost 350. So definitely Detroit doesn't play here. Castellanos, Kinsler. I've mentioned Avila as a cheap catching option. V-Mart just doesn't give you the consistent power-up side that you can get from first base, which is frustrating. But Tyler Collins is cheap. Uh, Ducci. There's some nice looks there for Detroit. Yankees versus Estrada. I uh, like a lot if you're not using Estrada. But be careful. Estrada's a good sneaky pitcher, a lot of soft contact. But if you're not, you know, you got Judge, Holiday, uh, Castro. Love that punch in the middle, and uh, I don't mind, you know, Headley, Gregorius, Ellsbury, all good looks there. Cubs at Velasquez We're waiting for that one, and then Dodgers versus Cueto. If you want to get sneaky, Dodgers one of the best teams in baseball the last two years against right-handed pitching. Uh, Cueto's been really good this year. Almost uh, lefties are at 294, pretty darn low actually. But um, if you want to get really weird, that's your your low owned stack. But if I got a stack, I go my top stacks. You know, White Sox, Cardinals, Braves, Pirates, and probably Houston. Those would be like my top five. But I love our sneaky ones and Atlanta, St. Louis, White Sox, and Pittsburgh. I think they'll all be low owned. And then somehow I'm talking myself into Kansas City. And don't forget the hedge off of Garrett Cole. I don't mind that little Cincinnati three-way I talked about with Votto, Duvall, and Shevler. Interesting little power threat there in that small ballpark. If it was more of a pitcher's park, I wouldn't hedge that much. But just the way that ball flies out of there, and they've been all, you know, a lot of power in those three. It's an it's interesting hedge. So I like it. I know this is pretty long for an 11-game slate, but it's a really intriguing slate. A lot of good options. I love our pitching options. Uh, that many options and that that price range from $7,200 to $85. Teheran, Estrada, Cole, Severino, Waka. Those five arms you can mix and match. Um, Severino's my man at 8 k Absolutely love him. But it uh, should be a fun night. Let's get at it. Let's cash. Let's let our, our screens be green, as they say. I hope everybody has a good Monday. Good start to the week. I'll catch you guys uh, tomorrow. Check out the latest Around the Bases episode 9. Catch up on the latest news. We'll be recording episode 10 tomorrow. If you have any questions, hit us up. I'm at Mediantric or at Around the Bases Pod. Check out Bench with Bubba, episode 37. A lot of good stuff on barrels and hard contact and stat cast. Some of the stuff I talked about on here is on that. I recommend listening to that um, and check it out. Really good stuff there. Uh, Bench with Bubba, episode 37. And check us out, the sports dgens, at the sports dgens. Um But more importantly, good luck tonight. Let's cash, and I will catch you guys tomorrow.